0: All right, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Borderline. I'm glad we mm-hmm. could pull. The, I'm glad we could pull this off. Like even the, even though the travel is going to get crazy, and all of our plans between work and personal life are crazy, if we can still make this happen every week, at least yeah. just put something down to kind of throw yeah. our thoughts out there. Yeah, I think, be, I think it'd be good.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be going through what you're going through now. You're still in South Florida after Erie. I go visit Julie's family in the Outer Banks. So, somewhere in there, I'm going to have to find a way to get a couple of shows done out at the Outer Banks that week.
0: Yeah. So. Well, all we need is Wi Fi. And then hopefully the uh, parrots don't. don't yeah,
1: uh, you need decent Wi
0: Fi. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah you're, you're out there with the parrots. You got some yeah, birds.
0: The parrots are out here squawking quite a bit. And it's a glasses day for both of us because yeah. we're old, scrambling and rolled. Yeah.
1: Glasses Day.
0: Yeah, so funny. As much grief as I got for sitting in that first class uh, seat on the plane, <laughs> I hear a moment ago and asked me if I needed anything. I really wanted to get a martini, just to be sipping on a martini while I was doing the show.
1: Yeah, why just, not, man?
0: Just, just, just to add to the lore of all those who gave me such a hard time for that upgraded first class. Hey,
1: day. all right. So, do you like your martinis dry or do you like them dirty? Like how? What kind of I, martini guy are
0: you? Um, I'm a, I'm a vodka martini up, just straight, clean. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like I, I do like a couple of olives, but I don't like it dirty. I don't like it. A, a true dirty has the olive juice in it. Yeah. I don't like that.
1: Do you like it dry? Very little vermouth or like? Do you how much? I don't like vermouth, vermouth either. So basically straight vodka.
0: Yeah, just straight. Yep, just straight. Up to, I think you Do always the same way. It's
1: like yeah, it's an extra dry martini. It's like yeah, that's straight vodka.
0: Yeah, just straight vodka. Just straight <laughs> fire. Just
1: it's been cooled off a little ice and there's a couple of olives in it. It's straight vodka. Nice.
0: Straight fire. <laughs> um no, it's beautiful down here. I, I absolutely love um, I know I know you don't really like South Florida. I'm, I'm cursed, man. I'm cursed
1: with South Florida. I just nothing feeling, good happens.
0: I'm glad you're feeling better. At least I think you're feeling better. Today's Are you feeling better.
1: Today's first day, and we're taping, so it's not Thursday, but yeah, it's uh, it was bad, you know. Ended up in the hospital. It's crazy. This it nuts. Oh. I south. I am cursed in South Florida. Nothing good happens to me in South Florida.
0: Yeah, t- tell me about this. Where else? Where else did this? Did this? Happen? We were in
1: Pompano a couple years ago, or God, three, four, five years, however long it was. When we, 2018, 2019. I got kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's walking back from an establishment, kind of late, to our Airbnb, and just. Some ruffians in the neighborhood kind of jumped me. I think they were just trying to cause trouble. What? Yeah. yeah. 2018, 2019.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So other than that, what and, else has
1: happened? Uh, uh, other than that, and then I just got really sick and went to the hospital. Oh, the I, th- next no, time I, th- I got, thought
0: this was like an, an annual event. No,
1: me. no. I just, whenever I'm down there, bad things happen to me. I just, South Florida, man.
0: Just, well, we, but we've been here since 2018 and bad things didn't happen to you, right? I don't We've been to Lauderdale. We've been to Winter Haven. Did
1: Winter Haven's not South Florida. I'm talking South Florida. I mean, I'm I'm okay with. I've had you know some good times in Orlando and up. I'm talking South. Yeah. You know, my you know, south yeah, of yeah, West Palm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. When we were there, I mean, yeah, uh, that's you but Lakeland. Yeah, you're right. That's not South Florida. Yeah. So you're talking. You're talking literally. So not necessarily the state of Florida. No, we're South, south of Florida, Florida all the way down. Yeah, there. yeah,
1: yeah. Nothing. The last couple of times I've been down there. No, T- tough times, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, some people love it. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of tough for me when it never gets cold.
0: Now, yeah, that's you, why
1: people love it. But I mean, I just.
0: Were you supposed to? Yeah, we're we're actually in Coral, Coral Gables right now, and it is just it's it's beautiful. I mean, it's really amazing. So, it, it is pretty down here. It's hot though. Yeah, it is hot. Were you supposed to go to the F one race with Stacy? No. Okay,
1: no, no, no. We he was he was doing that Han Solo.
0: Gotcha. Probably good for him to be there.
1: Yeah, I think he had a blast from what I hear. I,
0: yeah, you know. we watched a uh, we watched a good part of it, including the ending on TV. Um, it was pretty cool. I it, it's interesting because it was funny. Like because uh, we stayed downtown. We're here all week because Kathy's youngest daughter uh, is graduating from Miami. So we've just been down here for all the graduation ceremony stuff, the pre-parties, all that kind of stuff, and then and then obviously graduation. So that's why we've been down here this whole week. But so when we were downtown, it was funny because I don't know if I text you this or not, but the people down here are so damn beautiful, like all the guys and the girls. And I was laughing because I was thinking about you and I when we were in Shamar Moore's backyard and we didn't want to go to the pool because all the beautiful people were going to the pool. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like you're taking off our shirts and going to the pool. Like that's what I felt like in like downtown Miami. Like everywhere you looked, it was just beautiful people, whether it was, you know, the the groupies, the fans, the drivers, the wives, the girlfriends. It was amazing what was going on with all the with all the F one people in Miami. Yeah, you know,
1: an F1's such a different vibe, right? You know, it's definitely oh. not NASCAR.
0: <laughs> a little, yeah, a little different than NASCAR, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> different different world.
0: Yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool vibe though. Um, but yeah, and I, and I would like to have gone. I've only been to one IndyCar race. Have you ever been to one of those open wheel? No, I don't think they call them IndyCar race, race yeah. cars anymore. I mean, that's still, you know, that's
1: still the IndyCar series, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. Remember, they went through that whole thing where they kind of separated for a while.
1: Yeah, I think, two I think you series, had the open but, wheel series, you had two of them, right? Like they had two competing ones, I think. I, I don't yeah, know if, I think I don't, so. if that ever got worked out. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the big racing buff. Yeah. I just. I think Formula One's cool. I mean, the the cars are obviously the fastest in the world as far as their acceleration. Yeah. You know, it's true driving. You're taking rights and lefts. You're not driving in a circle. I mean, I. I, It's it's definitely really cool. I I, I'd like to see. I would like to see that acceleration up close. You know, to see how they can go from coming out of a turn to 100 miles an hour in the blink of an eye. I mean, that would that will be impressive to see,
0: but yeah. sorry, Yeah. And when they go around the corners, it's, it's, yeah,
1: it's a different, yeah, it's a whole different, different ball game.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So what were you speaking of South Florida? So what were your thoughts on, um, I know, I know you weren't there to see it, unfortunately, but any thoughts, (laughs) any thoughts on Tony Smith?
1: Uh, You know, we were talking about Tony last night on uh, ACL live. I mean, I think, Because previously, uh, Wally Kessler and a couple people, my, myself included, we were like, you know, where is Tony Smith? Yeah. What's happening with Tony Smith? Why? Why are we not seeing the Tony Smith that we're used to? And I think we are. I think Tony's kind of coming, you know, kind of, kind of flip the switch a little bit, and now we're starting to see him kind of, kind of jump back up and say, no, 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 I'm there. I'm still one of the elite elites. Don't you know? Don't worry about me. I'm fine. And I, you know, the talent levels. It, it's Tony Smith. I mean, the talent level's there. So I yeah. think he's kind of dialing it in.
0: Interesting. Speaking of dialing it in, um, guess who is playing with a little bit faster bags now and trying to put more bags in the hole. Maybe Tony Smith. Smith. Tony. Yeah, I mean, I think. And, some and, of it, the- and, it, and it worked. I mean, he put in that. I, I looked at his uh, numbers just before we came on Uh 10.2 PPR. Yeah. He put I, it put in 32 of the 40 bags.
1: I mean, I think guys like that are learning, you know, it's, it's one thing to play dirty. It's one thing to kind of, you know, block and try to manufacture points that way. But like you've said, if you can't collect all these bags that you've put all over the board, then are you getting twos? I mean, like, you know, like, I think you want to play that style of game to see if you can get fives, right? You, you want, you want to get crooked. You, you want to get big numbers when you play that way. And when you're leaving boards all over the place, I mean bags all over the place on the board. I don't think you're really capitalizing. So I think guys like Tony Smith are realizing, you know, there's a time and a place for me to go manufacture points, but I've still got to fill it up. Yeah, still got to still got to put it in the hole. And when guys like that, you know, learn that process, and they're I shouldn't say learn, but now that they understand that they have to put more bags in the hole, they become more dangerous.
0: Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah, he put in 32 of 40. You know, and and, uh, and six, six more on, so thirty eight of the forty.
1: Yeah, and so you know, you yeah, you look at it like that, and then the ones that weren't in were meant to not be in. Exactly. You you know what I mean? So you know, it's it's a different it's it's that style that we've talked right. about that's coming. Got to be an all court player. You got to you know you've got to be able to throw twenty twenty four in in a row at a time. But then you've also got to find a way to manufacture points and when to do that. When's the best time? How to keep your opponent guessing so you get them out of a rhythm. And I think that's the beauty of the game now. I think it's, it's – you've got some old-timers out there that say the bags are too hole-friendly. It's not what it used to be. Yachty, I think it's better than it's ever been because you have so many different modes of thought now. It's not just you have to play this way and this way only. There's so many different ways to play now. I, I think the game's better than it's ever been.
0: Yeah, and, and really, can Tony be – I mean, can Tony be that, that five-tool guy that you – that you know, that, that you talk about a lot, you know, it's going to be a guy now who is all of a sudden dangerous because now he's going a little bit faster bag and now he's starting to fill it up a little bit.
1: You know, why, why can't he? I mean, his talent. I mean, I mean he I, can.
0: yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I think he can.
1: And I, you know, you look at what Devin Harbaugh and then Justin Burton Jr. And the, the meteoric rise he's on. I mean, Mark Richards, even realizing that, yes, he could fill it up last season, but he might need to adjust just a little bit to kind of keep pace. I mean, Matt guy, yeah. Even, you know, I think the game is kind of matured a little bit and it, I want to know and see now I talked about this a year ago, a year and a half ago, looking for the five tool players. What's going to be the answer to the five tool player? Right. Because every sport has a maturation process and it goes and ebbs and flows. You know, football is a perfect example. You have stretches of football where it's defense, defense, defense. Now we're in the stretch where it's offense, offense, offense. Sooner or later, someone's going to come up with a defense that shuts all this stuff down. Yeah. Right. And and then everyone will copy that for a while. And so I'm I'm interested to see what the next maturation is in in cornhole. Like what what's going to be that next style? Yeah. You, all right? Right. you all right, man? You got a bug in
0: your throat? You okay? Yeah. I told I told you it was, <laughs> it, it was uh, after after Friday. Um, I felt great for Friday, and then Saturday all of a sudden I got I got like a uh, like a summer cold for a couple of days. So I'm still trying to. Over that, yeah, see, we, yeah. South
1: Florida man got, got some crazy bugs running around down there.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, it's but no, I mean business. you're right. I mean in sports, it, there's all kinds of cycles, and, and using your analogy of 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 football, uh, you know, like the West Coast offense, mm-hmm. west the West Coast offense came. I mean, it's probably been what 20, 25 years ago now, but it came into the game and totally changed everything. So you're right. There there will be there will be there will be another seismic change at some point.
1: But you know that the West Coast offense led to defenses. You know, I mean, the Bears 48-46 defense was kind of a little ahead of its time, but the West Coast offense led to teams like the Baltimore Ravens, right? Just playing too deep zone, but we're going to absolutely destroy you at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And that shut all of that down. They just covered up the angles and shut that down. Then offenses had to adjust. All right, so how do we how do we beat this type of defense? And then now we're in that era that beats those kind of defenses – Sooner or later there'll be one that comes and shuts all this down. So it's yeah. You know, it I, I just love how sports do that, right? I mean well, it's
0: yeah, it's it's just I mean, we talk about all the time in other sports making adjustments. And the fact that we're seeing players, um, and groups of players make adjustments in the sport of cornhole, I just I just think it's just it's just fun to watch. It's it like watching basketball. Watch. We make this we make the same analogy in basketball. It's fun to watch the chess match between coaches making adjustments. Um, and the players executing those adjustments to to uh, improve their game, and so I, I love it. And and whatever whatever Tony's done to fill it up a little bit, obviously helped him on the open side. I didn't get a chance to watch, but I think he finished third at the open in Rhode Island. I'm so pretty sure. Yeah, he, he won
1: his bracket. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, he he goes from winning, jumps on a plane, goes up there, and almost wins that turn.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, he's he's Tony Smith again, at least for a at least at least for the last couple of weeks. All right. Tangent. Basketball has become this one in, four out, almost five out style game now where you've got just one, you know, high pick and roll pass, Jack three kind of game yeah. right now. Do you think that goes back to a, like a five position game or are we done with that forever? Because I mean, I right now how. centers don't exist anymore, really, unless they can knock down, you know, a jump shot. You don't you right. don't have that power center game anymore. Yeah,
0: but, there's only a few, right? I mean, Joel Embiid and um, but even he's and, not and Anthony Davis. I mean, th- those guys are those guys are about as that, that's about as much of a five guys you get now.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, like we we're talking about, it comes and flows, ebbs and flows. I mean, there's going to be an answer because <laughs> while this game is great when you watch Steph Curry and players like that operate this type of game, yeah. that's fun to watch but the copycats that don't have a Steph Curry or the Splash Brothers that's not fun to watch. No. It's it's not fun to watch one pass, jack up a 25-footer, you know, throw up a brick and then you're coming down. You're like, that's just not fun to watch. Yeah. So I I don't know what the answer will be. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is fun to watch. Maybe the kids growing up this is what they like. Cool. I don't know. Well
0: yeah, I mean that's why Steph Curry changed the game. I mean that's a, they they he all did? want to they all want to be they all want to be like like he is. So all right, so the question with Tony Smith is, did he do enough this weekend to get into our top 10? We'll find out at the end of the show.
1: thought about that pretty h- long yep. and hard, actually. Yep. That's, uh, I've, got, I've, got
0: 10, and I've got my 10, I've, and I've got my keeping my eye on Google. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, congratulations to Rosie. Big win for Rosie. Uh, nerves were a huge issue down the stretch uh, for her and for Lori. And, and uh, Rosie was able to, to overcome it at the end and win it. So congratulations to her. She told me after the loss in Topeka, she came up to me right away. She's like, this is not happening again. She said, like, I'm not going to do what I did two years ago and lose every time in the finals and semifinals. <laughs> and so yeah, so she quickly put that to quickly put that to rest and picked up the picked up the bid so she can relax now. But I feel bad for Lori because the nerves the nerves got her. No doubt about it. You can say what you want. But the nerve, the nerves do the nerves are an issue for her.
1: But uh, you know, she the more she puts herself in that position, you know, it's I'm I'm wondering with some of the ladies, because now, you know, what two, three years ago when we start the shootout series, there was like seven or eight women that she would say, All right, those seven or eight, they're pretty much guaranteed in, right? Don't know when they're, you know, Cheyenne's gonna win it first, and then however they fill in those next seven weeks, right? Is what it's gonna be. I think the pool's deeper now. And, well, it's deep enough to where there's certain ladies that you got to start to wonder, like, oh, are you going to qualify? Because, you know, I I, I I was talking with Trey about this last night with certain people. Like, you know, once you get past week five or six and if there's two weeks left to qualify, that puts a lot of pressure on some of the names if they haven't qualified yet. Even though Cameron Belvin, he pointed out to me, which was a person that I actually brought up. He was like, yeah, but she did it the last two years on week seven and eight. Right. So, I mean, yes. Yeah. It is harder and the pressure's there, but it became easier because, all right, you've already got your, you know, six of the top females are gone, right? So you're not playing against them anymore. So that makes it a little bit easier. But I think the pool's a little deeper now to where it's not just like, all right, you know, I I got through, but none of those other ladies are here now. So now I can just go ahead and win it. I just think it's deeper now and a little bit tougher. So it's, I'm curious if Lori finds her way back. I'd like to see her find her way back this week, you know. At the next shootout,
0: I'm sure. Yeah, it's like Yeti. It's at some point, I'm sure we'll see Yeti Irwan right there. You know, another another female player who who has the ability to Connie Altice. I'm sure we'll see her at some point,
1: right? Cameron um, Bailey. You know,
0: these, yeah, because now because now that the, now that these names are starting to fall off the list of ones who qualified already. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see them rise to the top. But nerves, nerves is definitely nervous is definitely an you know an issue. And it's and it's it, it it's whether it's men singles, women singles, or pro doubles, it just is. Which which by the way, shout out to Noel Monza and Jeremy Frazier. Uh, that that moment was not too big for Jeremy. Um, he he was he was he obviously was very confident. Um, his his post game comments to Michelle were really funny because he was wearing sunglasses and she's like, "What's with the sunglasses?" And he said, uh, "He said, well, the lights are kind of bright. Plus, I look good in them, so I figured I'd just wear them." <laughs> So Jeremy, obviously, a very confident person, or at least comes off that way. Um, but yep. interesting. I want to. I wanted to. I want to bring this up real quick. You know, if if anybody wants um, any little tip of advice, if any players, and I know, I know Michelle Thompson's out there helping some people. But you know, I thought about Lori and I thought about about Rosie and um, and I thought about. I, I, did, I just didn't get a chance to prepare for it like I wanted to this week, just since we're we're on the road. Yeah. But there, there is an author. And I looked up his name, Ed Milet, I think is how you say it, but he he is basically behind the theory of power, the power of one more. And and um, if you read his book, I mean, you can use it in life and you can use it in sports. And I've used it in the past to help me with my nerves, whether whether it's a, whether it's a, a speaking engagement, whether it's a broadcast. Um, and and it's and it's a little bit the power of one more can be used. Um, and all kinds of different situations in life, w- whether you're in sales, right? The power of one more sales call, like like e- even though as a salesperson and trust me, I did it for many years, so I know you get told no or maybe all damn day. Right. Yep. Make one more call. And that's and that's what he says. Make one more call. Um, you know, if, if you're in a relationship and and, you know, it, it's it's struggling. Try try one more time to make a compliment. You know, try one more time to be the better person to step up and say, Hey, you know what? You look awesome today. Or, you know what? I love hanging out with you or with your, with your kids, you know, if, if, if they're struggling because, because, um, you know, in sports or something like that, um, try one more time just to say, and I did this with my son, you know, instead, instead of critiquing him after he'd play a basketball game, I'd say, you know what? I loved watching you play today. Absolutely loved watching you play today. I was proud of you. Try one more time, one more thing. And, and you can kind of translate that. And his book kind of talks about this, but in sports, you can talk about like like don't look at the finish line. You know, when they get into round 10, use the power of one more. Like, don't focus on the fact that this ends after 10 rounds. Just keep going. Keep going as if you have to play one more. Play as if you have to play 11. Play as if you have to play 12. Like, keep going in your mind. Don't let your don't let your and in golf. Right. With some of these golfers, don't play 18 like it's 18. Play 18 like it's 11 play like there's one more that you've got to do. It's not over after this. You've got to do one more. And I feel like that 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 takes some I know I know it sounds funny, but if you read about it, I feel like it takes some pressure off of you. If if you if you if you, if you in your mind kind of trick your mind to to say, I've got one more. You know, this is a one point game. We're going around 10, it doesn't matter. We've got one more after this. One more. And that helps you focus on each single bag when you think that there's more to come. I don't know. It's a pretty interesting book in philosophy.
1: No, I, I, I agree with some of that. I mean, there's been studies done like they talk about if you're if you're exercising, let's say, and you're going to exercise for 30 minutes, perfect. One. Well, well, your brain then knows, all right, I'm going to work x, amount, x hard, but I know I only have to do it for 30 minutes.
0: Yes. That's that's a perfect one, Bernie. Yes. And so
1: when you're, you know, you're not really maximizing your workout, then your brain's already said, all right, I'm shutting this down after 30 minutes. And you're yes. not really producing what you could if you said, all right, I'm going to work out. Like I've got to work out hard for an hour, but in, in 30 minutes I'm done. It's amazing how much more you'll get out of that workout that way. I, I get that part of it.
0: It's so true. That's that's so a great analogy
1: so hard for certain people and i'm only really talking about myself but i know i'm not alone in this tricking your brain is very difficult for some people right you know i mean it just is i mean because you know it how are you tricking yourself you're aware of it so that that, like that's that's very hard for some people. Some people, it's very easy to do. They just say they they're able to kind of take themselves and say, you know what? This is how I'm going to focus on this. And they're able to kind of trick themselves.
0: Yes. For other
1: people, it's remarkably difficult because, you know, you're trying to trick. Like, if you, you know can't, the you answer,
0: let it go. You, you can't. You, and, and some right. some people to, just
1: can't. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not it's not in our DNA. It's, we're not wired that way. Yeah. Like, like, for example, if, you, if you've ever gone to uh a comedy show and there's a uh someone that hypnotizes people
0: sorry we're getting an audience
1: oh are we like have you ever been to one of those and there's a hypnotist there yeah. and they'll grab people out of the audience they'll not certain people will come up there and they're like no you gotta go and it'll be people like me like no i know i can't get you yeah. you're off
0: and if for me i would love i i, I would love well, I would it's, love it's, to it, be able to, to use someone like you, but you're right. It just
1: you can't because like you're not going to allow yourself to be like and it's it's yeah, so yeah. weird because you're so you're so aware of what's going on in your own head, which is not necessarily I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm saying that certain people just have a hard time like because all the self-help gurus come at it, they might have a different, you know, a different take on it, a different look on it here and there, but it's essentially the same thing. You have to trick yourself into this. If you just do this, this, and this, you can trick your brain. It's like, no, you can't. Not everyone's built that way. Not everyone can do that. And and so it's it's tough because I've thought about this. Like, you know, what if I came up with a way for people like me that are so wrapped up in their own head that they could actually trick themselves? You know, there, there is a group. You have to, to be, let go.
0: Yes, you have to be willing to let your brain go. And, and you're right. You can stand there going into the 10th round in a one-point game, and and you can tell yourself, you know what? There's one more. There's one more. So let's focus on these, and then play another round. And 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 you can either your brain can either buy into what you're saying and relax and let it go, or that other part of you can come up in your brain and say you're an idiot. You have to get it done the now. It's the last one-point lead, yeah. and these are your last four bats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there's... you have to. So you have to, Bernie. And you're right. Maybe I mean, maybe you just can't do it, but you have to in your brain let it go. And if you're sitting there, you have four bags left. You just have to tell yourself, even if that part of even if that part in your brain, right, comes and says, you're an idiot. No, these are not the last four bags. You have to tell yourself, you know, and and you know what? Maybe what you do treat these last four bags like they're not the last four and then throw four more after that. You know, say, you know what? I'm going to just just for today. I'm going to pretend like this isn't the last round after this is done. I'm just going to go somewhere and throw a four more bags and see what happens. Whatever it takes just to let your brain open up, relax, and just allow yourself to just think for a moment, you know, that there's one more.
1: It's called, you know, just
0: for a moment, let yourself believe that there's one more and see what it does. I'm telling you, it just, it just relaxes you. It takes the pressure off of you. Just just try it. Just one. I'm not not saying you just, you know, an athlete, whoever may be listening. Just, Just try it one time and see if it works.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the the concept of mindfulness, actually. And mindfulness, yeah. you, you want to be totally present, but you don't judge like a lot of people want to say, oh, no, no, you have to stay positive, positive, positive all the time. It has to be positive all the time. Well, that's not real reality. What mindfulness says is it's OK if that's a negative thought, but let's get past it. Yeah. It's OK if you have an insecure thought. Let's walk through it. Let's get right on past it. Whereas, you know, some people say, no, you can't think that way. It has to be positive, 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 positive. That's great <laughs> if you're that kind of person, but yeah. not everyone is. Mindfulness basically says, all right, I acknowledge that I feel that way. I'm moving past it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think if people can do that and, and be okay within that framework in their head, say, hey, all right, that thought just rolled through here. I'm cool with it. Natural. But I'm moving on. That, that thought does mean, you know, I accept it. It's part of who I am, but I'm moving on past it. If, yeah. you can do, if you can do that, I think that helps free people up at times. But look, there's a reason why you have certain people at the top of every sport or every walk of life or, or every job. And there's a, a, more often than not, it's not necessarily skill. I mean, sometimes it is. There are savants out there, right, that are just more gifted than most people. But for most of us, it's not about skill when you get to a certain level. It's the ability to work with their brain and how their brain reacts under pressure. And that's what separates the best from the very, very good. So it's it's fun to watch. Right. Like it's fun.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think Cheyenne is naturally more gifted than any other female player. In fact, I can think of a couple that actually might be more naturally gifted. I think Kaylee Hunter might be a little more naturally gifted. I think she could oh, probably, I, I'm not
0: I I don't think I'd disagree with you. She has probably one of the best bags that I see in the sport.
1: And can do more with it when she want if she really sure. wants to, but
0: yep. you know, I mean he, all all around, I think you and I both probably would would sit here and say all around player, Kaylee's probably a fundamentally better player.
1: You know, I mean, look, Cheyenne's very very good and it's very her arm motion is very simple, you know, but Cheyenne under pressure is Cheyenne when it's 2-2. Two, two. Right, it it just doesn't seem to change. If anything, sometimes she gets better. Does that mean she's perfect? No, of course not. She has bad games. She's a human being. But when she gets under pressure or she has to double dip someone, she doesn't. She doesn't just go away. Now, look, I've seen her in the in the open singles, you know, against against all the players, and I've seen her. I've seen nerves, and I think she'd admit there's three or four players she doesn't like playing. Uh, I I don't I don't think they're women. I think there's three or four men she just doesn't like playing. Yeah. And I think that's her next step of getting into the top 10. For
0: sure.
1: You know, it's like, all right, when I'm playing this person, I just need to play my game. My game's good enough if I play my A game. You know, I just have to. But I want to see Cheyenne play like that against a Matt guy and it just goes for like hours. Because, you know, they're just going to fill it up, right? They're just going to sit there and, you know, just throw 60 bags in a row on each other. I, I, for you, like, the beginning and middle would be boring, but once they got past like 36, 40 <laughs> bags so in a good. row, it would so start good. to get insane. Yeah, I, I would yeah. love to see that.
0: So good. Um, kind of wrapping up these thoughts on mindfulness and and other sports. I mean, you talked about basketball earlier. Same thing with free throws on the line at the end of the game. I know specifically there are players when you're shooting a free throw late in the game, mm-hmm. the power of one more is the is in their thought. You know, it, it takes the pressure off that don't 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 go to the free throw line and look at this as i have to hit this last one because it's the very last one to win the game your mentality needs to be like you know what let's hit this one but there's going to be more there may be overtime i might get fouled again they may come down and hit a jumper and then we have to come back and and hit more free throws i mean there there may be more there may be more you know always think that there's going to be another one and it takes the pressure off of that one shot you know or that one round um, I thought it was really interesting. You know, another yeah. thing, another thing with, uh, with mindful, and again, um, I'm pretty sure his name was Ed. Yeah. Ed Mylett. And, and I read the book, but it was a long time ago and I, and I wish I could have spent more time, um, researching it. Uh, I mean, it was probably, it was probably, gosh, I don't know, 15 years ago. I think maybe uh, that I first heard about this, this theory, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. I don't know, but it's really, it's really great. The other thing in mindfulness is, um, you know, I, I feel, I feel like a lot of people struggle with with anxiety. I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't. I was talking to my sister when we were in Kansas a couple weeks ago because I got a chance to hang out with them. And my sister described it perfectly. She's like, there's always when you have anxiety, there's always this buzz, you know, in the background. It's, it's always this anxiety buzz, you know, that kind of, that kind of that kind of holds her back a little bit. And it's just always there. It's always this little buzz of doubt that you carry with you and so when you really struggle with anxiety it's just always there it, 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 she couldn't get it to go away and now now she's really worked through it and she's on the other side and she's doing great but it, when it, when you truly have anxiety it's just that buzz that you can't get rid of and 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 while I don't I don't have it to that level I do get I do get to the point where I'm anxious but you know something else i found with with mindfulness um, is like there'd be times where where i would be in such a hurry to just like i love to check boxes right in my day and in my life, I just, I I like to check boxes, just get things done just to check that box. I get more satisfaction probably in checking the box and actually doing the task. But that leads to a very anxious lifestyle so much so that I would like, like I wouldn't have showering as a checked box on my daily routine. So if I had to shower during the day, um, it would cause me anxiety because it would put me behind. Right. So in (laughs) mindful, so in mindfulness, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. And there, there's other, you know, there's other powerful C- CEOs and business people. They say the same thing. Anything that you do that's a mundane, mundane ta- task that takes you away from actually making money or being successful or, or getting likes causes you anxiety. So, so when you get in the shower, um, I, I'm just using this as an example, by the sure. way. Maybe it's a dumb example, but when you when you get in the shower, feel the water hitting your skin. Be present. Yes, be present. Feel the water. Feel the soap. Feel the bar of soap. Feel the shampoo in your hair. Like feel that moment, and allow your body to feel that moment because that then allows you not to feel the anxiety, not to feel the stress. Feel the water. Feel the soap. Hear sounds, right? Hear the water. Hear the drips hitting the floor. And like you said, be present. It's really, it's really interesting. I, I feel like again, if you can let your mind go, um, and, and, and I get it, Bernie. Some people can't do it, but if you can let your mind go. It really is it really is liberating it's 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 so extremely helpful sure
1: i mean i, I mean that some of the happiest people you'll ever meet are are people that meditate
0: yeah because we've talked to in, a few players about that i wish I, in, wish I did that
1: and in mindfulness the meditation isn't just sitting there thinking happy thoughts and that's where people get confused because they think it's you just sit there and you meditate and you think positive thoughts no and mindfulness like i said before you're met you're meditating and if it's all a rush of negativity coming through, that's fine. You don't judge yourself. That's fine. Let it come. Wash through it because it's not going to be 10 minutes of negative. Eventually, it kind of washes past. And then you're moving on to other things yes. in your head. And, like, it's it's amazing how freeing that is. Because I used to do it, and the best I ever felt, and I was much younger, and I meditated a minimum 10 minutes every day, dark, quiet 10 minutes, set an alarm. Breathing exercises, and it was amazing how loud my brain would be and how negative
0: it would be. Wait a second, you used to do this? Oh yeah,
1: I was, you know, once upon a time in amazing shape and did all these sorts of things. I know. Why, what why don't
0: you do? Why, why don't you do the? I mean, I, I get the working out, all that kind of stuff. As we get older, you and I joke about it all the time. It's tough. It's tough. It's, but, why, it, but 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 it's hard. Do. Why don't, it's hard I to do. do. I mean, I
1: I had reached a very very low point in my life, and it was either I take these steps or there's really. Bad places to go from beyond that. So,
0: well, why don't you it, meditate anymore?
1: It's I should. I don't know. Why? 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I wish. I mean, life is that simple, but it's not that simple. But yeah, I should. I should absolutely. Yeah.
0: But maybe, I, I remember, maybe it's like we talked about earlier. Just just do it. I mean, again, the power of one more. Just give yeah. your allow your allow yourself. Just open your brain for just ten minutes, and one time, just one more time. Just, yeah, as, as just as long as you can find 10
1: minutes to be where the whole world's quiet around you when i was doing that i lived in a place where i could find a room that was dark and quiet
0: go outside and, can You do it outside, outside yeah. is
1: not quiet what, what the, the type of meditation i'm talking about you need quiet to where there's not because outside you hear a car go by you hear a bird i mean that's distraction that's got your brain oh, thinking okay. about those things i'm talking about quiet where the only thing you hear is your inner dialogue and your inner mind that type of quiet because otherwise you're not really meditating you're hearing this you're concentrating on that your brain has to be able to focus on this specifically and it's it's impressive when you can do it because it's a it's you know they've done studies on it they've 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 come out that it's it's almost like 15 minutes of that type of medication is, is almost equivalent to a night's rest
0: oh it's yeah it's very good for you yeah and
1: it's, you know, I, would, it I would, be good, would
0: it be good to try it outside and and help you help train your brain to lock that stuff out? Because, again, going back to like what we talked about with athletes when they go to the free throw line. And I probably said this before on the show, but I've, I've talked to college um, athletes who I will ask after a game, you know, who hit game winning free throws. How in the world did you do that? you know, hitting those free throws, looking up into the student section, they're all waving back and forth. They've got signs doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And they'd be like, I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear it. Yeah.
1: So well, would you've be, played would be, sports.
0: You've played yeah, sports. But right. Would it be good for you to go outside maybe and, and learn to practice? I, would, to train I, your brain I, I hear you, but then you're not your
1: meditating. But then you're not meditating. All you're doing but is but trying tomorrow, not you're to.
0: Going back to within, you're going back within yourself and shutting everything It's out. a different
1: type of thing that I'm talking about. Mindfulness, you have to be 100% present in here. You have to be. You can't be out here. You can't be actively thinking, I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to that because then you're not going through the process of going through what's internal. And it's just different. It's a different type of meditation. I loved it, but I'm the kind of person that needs that. I have to be 100% present in here. Otherwise, my brain's going to be out here. Oh, I hear that bird. I hear that car. Oh, there's a plane going overhead. I mean, all of a sudden, you're not doing what you need to be doing. You're actively, because you can't ignore it. It's loud. You know, like, but I will say, you know, playing sports is different. I mean, I played sports. I mean, you don't hear the crowd. You don't hear people yelling at you. It's a buzz. You hear this, this noise. It's like a white noise in the background. But you don't hear
0: it. Yeah. You know,
1: the only time you hear it is when there's like five people.
0: That's, that's when. Worst. That's when you that's actually what makes hear cordless, it. That's what makes cornholes yeah. so difficult because everyone's that's, right on top of you. But
1: that's when you hear it, when there's like five people and they're like talking. And there's like <laughs> – that's when you actually hear noise. But if there's – you know, a lot of people and it's just white noise. I don't like, you know, golfers have talked about at the Ryder Cup that, you know, they they now encourage them on the first tee at the Ryder Cup to make noise and yell and scream while they hit their drives. What they don't want is complete silence. And then one person yells right as they swing. Right. That, exactly. That's distracting. But a whole bunch of white noise. I think people yeah. can deal with that.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, two, two names come to mind right away just in this uh, conversation. Devin Harbaugh. Remember Devin told us that, that he's now meditating and that's, that's really helped take his game to another level. But then yeah. on the flip side of that, you get someone like Nate Boyer and Nate has, I don't know if it was on this podcast, maybe it was just a conversation that he and I had. And I don't, I don't think he'd mind sharing this. I think he's talked about it on his uh, social media or maybe YouTube channel, but that that's one of his biggest problems is that he does have some attention um, issues. Mm-hmm. And so when he's in a large room, it's really difficult for him because he might be on a on a really great role right and then all of a sudden you see that over there yeah yeah he hears something he sees something and and he just can't let it go all of a sudden he's hearing everything he's hearing he's hearing chatter he's hearing a fan he's hearing other bags and other boards and now and now he's totally you know and is that would that be the opposite of mindfulness because well you know what that is is. you know know what that is
1: i mean because i'm that way that's insecurity That's that's like you're you're you're, you like sometimes with people like my it's hard to handle success just as hard as it is failure because you are playing so well you're playing at this level and somewhere deep in your subconscious it's like am I this good and then all of a sudden it's so easy for your brain to go oh you see that jerk over there walking when I and all of a sudden you allow yourself to be that kind of distracted that's actually insecurity kind of finding a subconscious way into making. That's that's so crazy the way the mind the mind yes is an unreal how the human consciousness works
0: and again going back to going back to the power of one more you could use the power of one more to get out of that you know a guy like Nate Voyer let's say all of a sudden he hears other bags he hears other conversations all right yeah. you know what let's block let's block this out for one time one more bag concentrate on one more all sure. I'm gonna concentrate on is that bag let's throw one more bag and see what happens sure he throws it. And I bet it goes in. Yeah. Or he does yeah. what he wants with it. Do it again. Do another one. But anyway, so I just, I just thought about that. So I didn't mean that for that to be such a long. No, time. I think no, it's, I, I mean, I, I, for some reason, when I was watching Rosie and I was watching Lori, you could tell the nerves were getting them to, getting to both of them. I mean, Anthony and I were talking about it. It was obvious to everybody. I, I just thought about that. I'm like, how do you get over that? And I was like, wow, what was that book that I read a long time ago? And that was, that was it. Don't, don't you find
1: though that the hardest thing to do is when you're in the middle of it like you can have all this preparation right you can you can meditate and and start to prepare your mind but when it happens in that moment in front of people under the lights it takes a special type of person to just say done everything else is done with next yeah. time it, but I think it's I think it's, I, but I think it's
0: so simple I think you can I think you can but you're right you're right it, under the sure? lights and everything I mean, anyone
1: can. But once again, I think what separates certain people is some people just can just do it without even thinking about it. It's just innate in who they are, their ability to absolutely focus. I've always been jealous of people like that. Always.
0: Yep. Anyway, so that's our our little bit of uh, borderline sports psychology. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: Uh, I really think it is. I really think. I mean, again, it's helped me. It's very simple. Something that a lot of people can do, and maybe it's even something because because the moments are so big, it comes so fast. Like when we were talking with Jay, right? Jake Jake said the game was so fast, you know, everything happens so fast when you're on national TV like that. So maybe it needs to be a mindset that you go into you go into the match, preparing your brain for preparing for one more, you know. So that way when it pops up, okay, we're ready for this. Let's do it. One more. Give me one more power of one more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you.
0: Um, all right, a couple other things. Oh, shoot, you know what? We're going to run out of time quickly. we got to get to our top 10, our, our new power rankings. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I, thank you so much to everybody who listens to the show, by the way. Um, when you do a podcast, I don't know if you feel this way. I, I think sometimes it's just, it's just weird for me sometimes to think that there's actually people out there who want to listen to somebody do a podcast. It's so raw, right? It's, it's one of the few – like if, if you're a sports writer – You can delete right you can write something delete it change your mind change your thought um tweak it make it perfect um put it through spell check you can't do that when you do a podcast um and and unless you've done it i I don't think people realize that i mean there's no filters and i heard matthew mcconaughey talk about this and with his book green lights that he wrote um about a year ago it's a great book by the way if you haven't read it um he wanted that book to just, just, and it was about his journals. He's been journaling for a long time, but he wanted it to be no filter, just write, just words. He wanted there to be very little edits, just, just non-filtered. And, um, and I thought about that with podcasts. This is non-filtered, you know. So it's, um, so you always wonder after you, when you pull one out there, is anyone really going to listen to this? You know, I mean, who, who wants to listen to us talking? But anyway, I, mean,
1: I think you would be surprised. There's, there, there's at least. Like I said, there's always ten people.
0: Yeah. Well, and I know I know there's two because we had two people who reached out who want T-shirts. That was my point. So thank you to the two yeah. who reached out who uh, who uh, who said, for sure said they want borderline T-shirts when we come out with with our T-shirts. So you know what, Jeff? Maybe it's the to, power to, of two to your
1: to, power of two to your point. I think we actually try to help people with our show. I think there's, and yeah. I'm not I'm not comparing other. Cornhole podcast, yada, yada, yada. Because a lot of it's people being silly or they're getting very dense with cornhole information and statistics. You know, we talk about cornhole a lot, maybe too much considering our our talent level and our true knowledge of the game. But I think we're trying to help some of the people in this industry. Like, hey, man.
0: we We wouldn't do this. We wouldn't do this and we wouldn't be able to do it for this long and do it every week if we didn't care and have a passion for the sport. And for the people who play it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're giving, I think we're letting people think differently if they, I think the people that watch our show and like our show think a little differently about the game of cornhole. They're not, look, there's lots of silly ones, right? They'll talk about what you've been drinking while you play this, that, the other, you know, but I, I think people like to think differently that watch our show. That's my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right. I don't know.
1: We help people, Jeff. Just think of it that way. You're you know a doctor. Like
0: to, you know what I lo- would like to do? Well, I would like to stop Adobe Flash Player from always reminding me that I need to update right in the middle of our damn show.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. It always
0: comes and takes over my screen. Hopefully you don't see that.
1: No, you can't. <laughs> don't you like that, though?
0: Um, now I forgot what I was going to say. I know. So, All right. Are we ready? We need to do our power rankings before we run out of time. We got like four minutes left ready for power I, rankings i guess i, I, I we're on the road and i, I don't want to deal with music this week i do yeah no, like we're, we're
1: good uh, yeah we're good i i don't even know if i can do mine all right number 10 is going to be cheyenne bubenheim for me
0: how much let me ask you this real quick how much did yours change from last week all we not much, not might, much. Might need-
1: but the thing is it changed so much and i was moving people around that now i can't read it
0: <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's why we wore our glasses today so we can read yeah, our yeah.
1: Cheyenne, I've got Cheyenne at 10. I've got Joe Niestet at nine. Okay. Number eight is my eight slot. Uh, I've got Alan Rawls. I'm throwing in my eight spot. I haven't had him in. Alan Rawls has been playing just exceedingly well. Just exceedingly well. Uh, number seven. This one's kind of tough. I actually brought Tony Smith in at number seven.
0: Oh, wow. See, I thought you were going to bring Antonio as your eight spot this week.
1: No, yeah, I, I got him at seven. I've got Alex Rawls at six. I've got Justin Burton Jr. dropping down to five. Don't know why, really shouldn't have. I've got Kyle Malone at four, Matt Guy at three, Mark Richards at two, Devin Harbaugh number one. There is a name missing there if if you're paying attention
0: yes Jamie. graham i
1: I just i think he has to play better i mean do i think he's one of the best 10 players in the world absolutely
0: but he wasn't in rhode island though was he
1: no and he's just not i mean you know who knows in his backyard or wherever he's training or whatever he's doing he might be that person we just haven't seen it in a while but until i see it again i'm kind of kind of on the outside looking in but
0: okay
1: he's still do i believe he's a top five talent absolutely i just haven't seen it in a while so i can't legitimately continue to put him in there when i haven't seen it
0: right um okay so i will tell you right away on mine tony smith is now into my onto uh, my just on the outside what, yeah. what do we need to call it like i love in the ncaa tournament the last four in yeah the ncaa tournament yeah so maybe that's what we call it maybe last five in or something like that so tony smith <laughs> is de- definitely on that list for me uh, Ryan Windsor is on my watch list. Maybe that's sure. what I call the watch list. Uh, Cheyenne, Cheyenne, I don't have her in my power rankings yet, but she's on the outside um, on the watch list. Frank Modlin again. I mean, Frank Frank continues to really play well. Um, okay, so here we go with my 10. I'm, I'm still keeping Jake in there until I see Jake play again. Again, like I mentioned last week, this is no fault of his own that he can't play in the shootouts. He's just too young. So yeah. I'm still keeping Jake at number 10 just because he did so well at the first national um, and really played well on national TV. It, it the game just got away from him. He was up seventeen to two.
1: Look, man, you're and, right. I mean, I mean he's, he's a he's it. a he's a one seed going into the next
0: national. Yeah, I mean, so anyway, so he's my number ten. I'm keeping Jamie at number nine. Alex Rawls at number eight. Hunter Thorne at number seven. Number six, Joe Neistad. Then I'm going to switch a little bit. and I hate to be so reactionary, but I, I can't keep I can't keep Matt. And, and really, I thought about mo- dropping Matt a little bit further, but it's just it was just one night. I was, I was shocked, and I know you didn't get a chance to see it. I was shocked yeah. with what happened to him. Um, he, he just was not Matt Guy in, in Miami or in uh, Miramar, Florida, South Florida, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It just wasn't the same. So I'm going to drop Matt, still in my top five, but I'm going to keep Matt number five. Then it gets tough. I, you know, I'll go with Kyle at number four. I'll keep Mark Richards number three. Um, and then I got Devin Harbaugh at number two and Justin Burton Jr. at number one. I really thought about moving Devin up but I'm just going to keep it the same for right now. And you know, that's again, tough. I'm not, I'm not even sure much will change um, next week in Fort Worth. But I cannot yeah. wait for Erie because that's going to really yeah. shuffle everything. The in. top
1: five for me is a coin flip uh, yeah. with all those players. I mean, you know, any given day, I mean, you could literally line them all up, flip some coins, see how it plays out, and then put put that as your five. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. In In any way you want to put those players. So, yeah, I just – I don't have a problem with you having Jake, and Jake's kind of on my outside looking in because I, I don't know if one amazing tournament makes you a top ten player in the world. I, I
0: don't know either. We'll see, we'll see in Erie. We'll, we'll, we'll see if, if, if he still. But if Jake backs that up, yes, yeah, he's he's absolutely in. You know, if he right.
1: if he plays to his one seed and wins his bracket, he's absolutely in for yep. a while. Agreed.
0: <laughs> you know, right, for dude, a we while. Go. <laughs> we got to- we got 10 seconds left. All right. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'll see you at Fort Worth, right? You'll be in Texas. Yes, sir. A couple days. All right, dude. I will see you there. All right, the power of one more. Remember, the power of one more. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you guys.